Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. For more information, visit teacherluke.podomatic.com. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to Luke's English Podcast. Now, it's quite early in the morning, um, and I'm sort of still half asleep slightly, but um, I've, I've just woken up and uh, I checked my mobile, and of course, as normal, I had a load of messages on there waiting for me. One of them was on Twitter from Elizabeth Thompson, and she asked me the question, um, uh, what, about the, uh, what about all the 2012 predictions? Do you think the world is going to end on Friday uh, because everyone else is talking about it. And uh, yes, Elizabeth, well, not yes, I think the world's going to end. That's not true. I don't really think it's going to end. But yes, you're right. Everyone is talking about the end of the world uh, this coming Friday. Um, there are lots of theories going around that somehow there's going to be um, some sort of cataclysmic event which is going to bring about the end of the world. Um, it's it's really um, kind of panicking a lot of people Apparently, in different countries all over the world, there are various crazy things happening. Some people are stocking up on, on like uh, food and, and other things that they can use to, to survive, um, just in case the end of the world does. I suppose for those people, if the end of the world comes, that basically means that the shops will be closed. That's their version of the end of the world. I mean, why would you... Uh, if the end of the world is coming, why would you go out and buy lots of bread and water? The, the, if the world's going to end, you're not going to be able to eat that bread. Um, it's almost as if they consider the end of the world to mean the time when you won't be able to buy anything in, sh- in shops anymore. Um, so, yes, yeah, some people believe that um, you know, they need to stock up on, on food and water and things like that. Um, and uh, some people in France, it's some town in France where uh, people are apparently going to gather at some kind of mountain because they think some UFOs are going to come down and rescue them. Um, people are being arrested in China for for um, kind of believing in this. I mean, it's no, there's no need to arrest people, is there? Surely. Um, and other people are doing ridiculous things, like even um, taking their own lives and taking the lives of other members of their families just because they think the world is going to end. Again, I don't really get the logic of that, because if the world is going to end and you're worried that everyone is going to die, why would you then, as a solution to that, kill yourself? I don't get it. I mean, if you're going to die anyway on Friday, why take your life early? It doesn't make sense to me. Surely you should just try and make the most of the days that you've got left. I mean, we're in, in a sense, we're all going to die anyway. That's no reason to end your life uh, prematurely. Um, so, is there any truth in all of this um, madness about the end of the world? Is the is the world really going to end? Um, where do these ideas and theories actually come from? Um, is there any truth in it all? Um, what's going on? Well, that's what I'm going to talk about in this episode of uh, the podcast. And I've been I've been like looking online for various things and actually I'm wondering if I'm going to be able to keep recording while I check things on my phone because that's what I'm planning to do. I've kind of quickly had a look over the internet, found some stuff. I've been I've done a little bit of research. I've found some details about um um like the 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 end of the world theories and also some other stuff um either supporting or or denying the the claim. So um that's all on my phone. So hopefully I can keep recording while I'm surfing the internet on my phone. Let's see. I'm going to try that now. If, it's, if this stops recording, that means I can't do it. Um, if it keeps recording, then woohoo, we can keep going. So let's try. Okay, I think that I'm still recording. Let me have a look. Yeah, 
I appear to still be recording. Okay, right. So let's have a look at some of the stuff that I uh, uh, found here. So yes, as as we said, I'm going to um, talk about the theories behind this, why people believe that the world might end this coming Friday, um, and then I'm going to basically talk about whether I think those things are, are, are genuinely true or likely to be true or not. We're going to hear from a NASA scientist on the subject, and also we're going to consider the idea of conspiracy theories and um, what they're all about. Okay, so let's see. What are the theories um, about the end of the world? Well, I've got a list here of of the um, top 10 theories for the end of the world. Theory number one is that planet X is going to collide with our planet. And this is one of the biggest December the 21st, 2012, end of the world theories. And it states that um, on our fateful winter solstice, our planet Earth will collide with the mysterious and fabled planet X. Um, Some people are calling this planet Nibiru, I think. Um, Now, conspiracy theorists believe that the world governments have been hiding the existence of this planet since they discovered it was a it was on a collision course with us many years ago. So, yeah, apparently there's a planet called Nibiru, or Planet X, which is on a collision course with Earth, and it's going to hit the, hit this planet on Friday, and all of the governments in the world um, are keeping it secret. Well, okay, is it really possible for the governments of the world to keep that secret? Because surely all you need is a telescope and... And for it to be nighttime, you just look up into the sky. And if there's a big sort of ball, big burning ball coming towards the Earth, you'll probably be able to see it. I mean, something that big, you're, I'm sure that you'll be able to see it sort of days and days in advance if you've got a good telescope. And there are thousands of people all over the Earth who are amateur um, astrologers, and they've got powerful enough telescopes to be able to see um, something like a huge planet heading for us, I'm sure that uh, they'd be able to see that. So, come on, could you really keep that secret? Um, I don't think so. So, sorry, I don't really agree with the, um, the, the planet collision theory. Although, of course, it is possible, it's very possible that a large meteor um, could collide with Earth at some point in the future. There's a you know perfectly good chance of that happening. Um, it's quite a realistic thing. I mean, millions of years ago, there was a, a meteor that hit the Earth, and scientists believe that that was what was responsible for killing out the dinosaurs. So it's quite possible for a meteor, a big meteor, to collide with the Earth. In fact, every day... Um, there are meteors that come into the Earth's atmosphere. It's just that most of them are really small and they don't really do much damage. Um, but yes, it's always possible for a big one to to come into our uh, orbit and hit us. And that could be genuinely catastrophic. I mean, it could be terrible. If it hit the ocean, it would cause huge earthquakes and tsunamis. If it hit the land, um, it would uh, obviously sort of create huge clouds of dust, um, earthquakes... And obviously the damage in the crater caused by the um, by the meteor itself. But just because that's a possibility, it doesn't mean that it's definitely going to happen on Friday. In fact, there is no evidence, apparently, if you believe the scientists or if you've got a good telescope and you can look into this, to the night sky, there is no evidence to suggest that a huge planet is on a collision course with Earth. Okay, let's have a look at... Um, Theory number two. This is that there will be a shift in the Earth's magnetic poles. So, of course, the the Earth has magnetic poles, the North Pole at the top, the South Pole at the bottom. Many people believe that um, uh, December the 21st, 2012, um, uh, that that there is a a theory on um, December the 21st, 2012, that the end of the world... Um, will be devastated by a dramatic shift in the Earth's magnetic poles. Um, Scientists say that this pole shift has happened with regularity throughout Earth's history, but that we're not due for another shift for some time. 
Um, that does not keep people from buying into the shifty possibilities of a 2012 end of the world disaster. Um, so, yeah, some people believe that somehow the magnetic poles are going to shift. So what at the moment is north and south will shift and we'll have south at the top and north at the bottom. Um, well, apparently, according to scientists, this does happen sometimes. Um, I don't know. I don't understand how that could work, how there could be a shift in the um, magnetic poles. But apparently it is possible. Um, but would that bring about the end of the world? Um, would it? I mean, it would just be inconvenient, surely, because we'd all have to change our compasses. It could affect things like the way in which um, we navigate. Um, but is that logically then going to bring about the absolute end of the world? Um, I wonder. I mean, actually, when we keep talking about the end of the world, what do we actually mean? Um, what, what does the end of the world really mean? Does it mean that the whole world, the earth, is going to explode and cease to exist? Or does it just mean that uh, people are going to stop existing? And how? I mean, it just the people are going to be wiped out? How is that going to happen? Or does it mean that our, our lives are just going to be affected in some way, just made more difficult? Um, what, do, what do we really mean by the end of the world? Well, hopefully I'll come to that later on. Let's move on to theory number three. This is the idea of the sun supernova. Um, um, so one popular December the 21st, 2012 end of the world theory involves the death of our sun. This theory says that our Earth will be burned up when our sun goes supernova right before Christmas time 2012. This cataclysmic supernova would consume our solar system and wipe out our uh, wipe our world out from the Milky Way galaxy. Um, okay, so this is the idea of I think probably solar flares or um, supernova. Supernova being the moment when the sun just sort of explodes basically um well i i think that there are again with most of these theories these sort of slightly hysterical theories there's usually some sort of relationship to reality just a slight connection to reality um which then is the basis for kind of various mad um hysterical responses so in this case we, we if we look at the sun's activity it's true According to scientists, every sort of 10 or 11 years, the general activity of the sun goes through a cycle. And so it kind of um, becomes very active. That means with lots of solar flares, um, the temperature rises. Um, there's a lot more output of energy. Um, and then it kind of goes down to a sort of lower level of, of energy output with fewer solar flares. And apparently that goes on a cycle of every 10 or 11 years or so. Um, and um, apparently there will be a, a kind of peak in solar activity sometime next year. Um, so it doesn't really coincide with, with this Friday. And it's also no reason to believe that the sun is going to explode and, and supernova. Um, in fact, the, sun, the sun's activities peak about every 11 years. So it's not like it's a thousand-year peak which could bring about the end of the sun. No, it's just all part of the normal activity. It's the normal solar activity which has been going on for millions and millions and millions of years. So sorry, I don't think that's really a um, logical uh, theory. Right, number, th number four. And this is disruption of gravity by planet X. So this is another Planet X theory. And this 2012 end of the world theory says that Planet X will not collide with us, but rather it will pass so closely to our Earth that it will disrupt our gravity and cause massive global disasters. Um, OK, so it's kind of like the first theory, except that instead of hitting the Earth, it's just going to go near the Earth and just generally sort of screw up our gravity and screw up all, everything that goes on on Earth. Um, well, again, I'll just refer you back to the first theory. Where's the evidence of this planet coming towards us? Um, apparently there isn't any evidence, so sorry. I know a lot of people 
um, with these theories refer to the Mayan calendar. So the Mayans were a kind of ancient civilization in Middle America or South America, Mexico. And they, um, they had a calendar. Um, and basically, a lot of people believe that the Mayan calendar um, ends um, on the 21st of uh, December 2012. And that somehow that end of time or end of the world prediction is true um but okay first of all why do we suddenly believe everything that the mayans said when did the mayans become the authority on the future because okay we accept that the mayans were quite an advanced civilization for that time it's quite amazing that they for example understood the solar system in the way that they did, that they, they were obviously a very advanced um, society. But come on, they're nowhere near as advanced as us. I mean, we, for example, we sent, we've sent probes out into space. We've put a man on the moon, if you believe that theory, which I personally do. We put men on the moon, we've explored space. We've actually sent satellites into orbit. We've got iPhones, for God's sake. We're way, way, way more advanced than the, May- than the Mayans ever were. And we know much, much more about the universe than the Mayans did. Um, we're in a much stronger position in terms of what we know than they were. In fact, why, if the Mayans or Mayans knew so much, why, you know, why did their civilization kind of crumble? I know that there are still Mayans out there. I know that there are many people in, in America, in Mexico, who um, have Mayan ethnicity still. Um, but it's not as if the, that civilization is at its absolute peak, is it? So why is it that we believe what the Mayans are saying, um, or what the Mayans said thousands of years ago? Also, I think that actually um, these Mayan theories are not completely true, that the the whole end of time or end of the calendar theory was just one um, prediction made by one sort of person. It's not. It wasn't something that was generally held by all the Mayans. Anyway, we're going to come back to the Mayan um, thing later on in this episode. Uh, but final point about the Mayans at this stage: Why do we believe the Mayans? Um, I mean. I don't think that they have authority um, on on everything. Why do they take precedence over what our scientists um, today can tell us? Um, okay, theory number five. This is the alignment with the centre of our galaxy. Okay, so a major source of December the 21st, 2012, end of the world theories, is the fact that on that date, our Earth and Sun will align with the centre of the Milky Way galaxy, an event that only happens every 26,000 years. Some believe that this celestial event will in some way rip our Earth apart, leaving no life for the planet. So um, a line means to um, kind of go into a line, go into a straight line. So this is the idea that, um, you know, all the planets' orbits, that they're on different sort of... um, All the planets are on different orbits around the sun, but people believe that um, on the 21st of December, all of the planets' orbits are going to come together and there will be a straight line with the sun in the middle all the way out with Mercury, Venus, Earth, Mars, uh, Jupiter, Saturn, and all the other planets all in a line. And the fact that all these planets uh, being in a line will kind of... um, basically ruin our our uh, gravitational pull or will somehow rip the earth apart because of the gravitational pull of all the planets in a line will be so strong that the earth for some reason just the earth is going to be destroyed by this well um okay interesting idea but it's not true because there is no planetary alignment um which is due to take place on december the 21st so it's not going to happen simple as that um Number th- number six, uh, the idea of global warming and floods. Okay, now this one seems a bit more realistic to me. 
With the global warming scares of the past decade, one of the December the 21st, 2012 end of the world theories involves the atmosphere of our Earth degrading to the point that global warming reaches new highs. The resulting temperature change would cause a snowballing polar ice cap melt that would flood the oceans, wiping out our land masses and killing marine life with a massive infusion of fresh water into the oceans. <clears throat> okay, well, why this is all going to suddenly happen on December the 21st is a mystery to me. But I think that there is some um, evidence behind the idea that global warming could cause natural catastrophes. But will they end the world in one go, in one day? Probably not. Uh, what the? I, I think global warming is, is, is true. I mean, the overwhelming scientific evidence supports it. Um, and um, I think that it is clearly affecting our climate on Earth. And so the general global temperature is rising, I think, and that's causing the polar ice caps to melt. And this will have um, various um, effects on, on, on life on Earth. But I don't necessarily think that they're going to bring about the complete end of the world. What they probably will do is make life very difficult for a lot of people. Um, and probably many species of animals won't survive. They'll probably become extinct. Um, so if you think about it, the, the, the rise in temperature, the rise in the, the, um, the sea levels are going to cause lots of floods. Um, there could be many more um, sort of natural disasters with um, probably earthquakes, tsunamis, um, flooding in particular, heavy rain causing flooding. Um, also, generally, just the reduction of, uh, the, of the land mass, just the water rising will um, encroach on, on land and the, sea will, the seas will become bigger, the land area will become smaller. And with our kind of rising uh, global population, that could cause us lots of problems because basically there's less, there will be less space for people to occupy and the space left will maybe become less inhabitable, more flooded, for example. Um, disease may, may rise um, as the temperature rises. Uh, you might find the spread of disease happens more easily. Um, so this is all stuff that we can look forward to. Um, and I mean that ironically, of course. It's not really something to look forward to. But I don't think it's going to cause the end of the world. It's just going to cause a lot of suffering, probably to poor people. They're the ones who are really going to suffer. It's probably going to be impoverished people living in uh, developing countries, the ones who don't have the infrastructure to, to deal with natural catastrophes, the ones who don't have the... Uh, sort of medical facilities to help or the the cash flow the governmental cash flow to be able to respond to natural disasters so it's probably going to make life very difficult and people are going to suffer as a result poor people rich people are probably going to be all right because um, they well i mean obviously they'll lose a lot of money but it's the it's the really poor people that will suffer um Animals, of course, will also suffer as a result because their natural habitats will be destroyed. But it's going to take place over many years. It's not going to happen just in one day. Um, so it's not really a, a, the end, an end of the world theory. Plus, it's not really the end of the world. It's just a change. And obviously, um, it's going to make life very difficult. Human, human life might suffer. We might The, the, the population of humans on Earth might um, fall. But um, so maybe human life be may become extinct if our planet becomes uninhabitable. But that's not the end of the world. That's just the end of people. The world will probably carry on. Um, OK, number seven. This is seismic disturbance. This earth shattering 2012 end of the world theory says that our world will be torn apart by an incredible seismic event. Earthquakes and volcanic eruptions will shake the ground, level cities, and wipe out civilization as we know it. Um, so there's going to be big earthquakes and volcanic eruptions. Um, all right, well, it's always possible that there will be earthquakes and volcanoes. I mean, we only need to look into recent history to see that, for example, the earthquake in Japan 
um, which caused so much devastation there. But why why will earthquakes why will there be earthquakes that will wipe out civilization as we know it? I mean, why is there any evidence to suggest that there's going to be loads of earthquakes suddenly on December the twenty first? Um, I mean, certainly it's it's possible if there were lots of earthquakes and they all happened at the same time that that could be devastating to life on Earth. But where's the th- where's the evidence that, that that's actually going to happen? I'm I'm yet to be presented with any convincing evidence for that. Um, okay, number eight: the shift in the collective consciousness of humanity. Okay. By far one of the most creative December the 21st, 2012 end-of-the-world theories. This theory claims that the... Oh, hold on. I've just lost my page on my phone. Where am I? I'm actually reading from a list of theories here, which I've saved on my phone. Right. Um, Okay. So this theory claims that the human race has been on the verge of a shift in the collective consciousness of humanity. What this means, no one can say. But followers of this theory believe that the end of the world will come with a dramatic change in the way the human mind works and that they will bring about the end of the world. Um, Okay, will there be a big change in the way that the human mind works? Well, people have been, again, people have been talking about this kind of thing for a long time, the revolution of the mind. Perhaps, um, say, when sort of 50 years ago, 40 years ago, there was more of a a sense of there being a revolution of the mind. What with the kind of um, um, cultural revolutions that happened in some places, um, for example, the sort of summer of love and the the hippies and, and 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 that kind of thing. The hippies believed, with their use of LSD, that that would bring about some sort of revolution of the mind, and that that would cause everyone to change the way that they thought about the world. But it wasn't true. In fact, what LSD did was just confuse people and make people go a bit mentally ill. Um, it didn't really bring about a a, um, a shift in the collective consciousness of humanity. There's always a sense that maybe we're on the verge of some kind of collective uh, consciousness shift. Um, but again, there's not really any evidence to suggest that uh, this is really going to happen. But it's quite an interesting idea. Maybe somehow um, in two days' time, the whole world is just going to wake up in the morning and just have a completely different world view. But how? How is that actually going to happen? And if if um, if we did suddenly discover a new way of looking at the world or a new kind of way of thinking, um, why would that bring about the end of the world? I don't see the logical connection there. Um, theory number nine, World War Three and nuclear holocaust, which is not very nice, of course. One 2012 end of the world theory involves nuclear holocaust and the beginning of World War Three. Due to global nuclear capabilities, the nations of the world could wipe each other off the face of the earth in a matter of hours. Uh, Well, that's always been a threat. Since the first nuclear bombs were dropped during World War II, that's always been a threat. And it's been hanging over us for uh, the best part of 60 years or more. The, The threat that the world could end because of nuclear holocaust. That's always been... Uh, a worry, and it's always been something that that uh, could happen. Um, would it bring about the end of the world? Well, it would certainly make life very difficult. The idea is that whoever the, the the warring factions are, one of them launches a nuclear strike on the other one, and so in response, the other one launches a nuclear strike back. Um, and so, I mean, really, that's why it hasn't happened. Well, I suppose it, one of the reasons why it hasn't happened is because whoever's in charge of the nuclear weapons has decided that it's just generally a bad idea to 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 kill people on such a large scale, and it's not really necessary. But also, if you if you launch a nuclear attack, the chances are you're going to find a nuclear missile heading your way in the near future too. Um, so, something that's always been a threat but hasn't happened yet is it likely to happen in the future? Possibly. I mean, we might find that if if nuclear weapons get into the wrong hands, 
Um, if and particularly if they get into the hands of sort of um, extremist groups who have a kind of an extremist agenda, maybe people who have a kind of um, radical end of the world agenda of their own, maybe they believe because of their religion that judgment day is going to come. It's always been a worry that really the people who had their who had the nuclear codes are the ones who actually believe in the whole judgment day um, revelations end of the world idea, and they're the ones with the with the with their fingers on the button. So that's always a bit worrying. Um, but really, are people going to launch nuclear weapons? I hope not. <laughs> I certainly hope not. But you never know if the wrong people get their hands on nuclear codes that we could end up with disaster. But I'm sure that James Bond will will sort it out. Uh, James Bond will stop that happening, won't he? I hope so. Um, we, we just have to hope so. Um, right, so which theory was that? My phone keeps bringing me back to the beginning of this page, which is kind of annoying. Um, let's see, where were we? Uh, world War Three and nuclear holocaust. Um, okay, if, you're, if you are a world leader, let's say you're... Um, President Ahmadinejad from Iran or the president of, uh, of some other big country who, like if, if you're um, Kim Jong-un, for example, if you're listening to this, and I know that you do, uh, Kim, um, the, lead, the, the, the wonderful leader of North Korea, I know that you do listen to this because, you know, everyone listens to Luke's English podcast and it's obviously it's the best way to improve your English, right? So if you're listening to this, don't, you know, don't launch any weapons, don't do any nuclear strikes, it's just not worth it, okay? Really, just think about it for a second, just think, just don't do it, it's not worth it, okay? I mean, if you do, if you do launch some sort of nuclear strike on some country, I'm not going to keep doing these podcasts. I mean, what I'll probably have to do is just... um, you know, um, arm myself with a shotgun, go and raid the local supermarket, make sure I've got lots of food and supplies and just try and survive. I won't have time to do episodes of Luke's English podcast. So Kim Jong-un, if you're thinking about launching a nuclear weapon or something, think twice, because if you do, no more Luke's English podcast, all right? Is it worth it? I don't think it is. Um, Theory number 10 And this is the idea that the theorists are proven wrong. So one theorist believes that the end of the world will come when all the people who have put their stock in calendars made 3,000 years ago learn that they are wrong. For many who have lived, eaten, slept and breathed 2012, discovering that the world did not end on December the 21st, 2012, will lead them to find that their world is in fact over. So that's the idea that um, um, the end of the world will only come to those who are really convinced that it's going to happen and then it doesn't happen. That will be quite devastating for those people. So that's the only end of the world, the, the, the end of the world for the people who believe that the world will end and who completely uh, believe it. Um, that's the only end of the world that we can see, probably. Um, so, yes, going back to this idea of the Mayans, uh, I've just got some notes here that I wrote when I woke up this morning and I read um, Elizabeth's um, tweet. Um, the Mayans said it. The, the Mayans said it, so it must be true. Well, I've already made this point. Why do we think that the Mayans were right? They're not around anymore in the same way that they were, so they they must have been generally wrong about a lot of things. Um, if they were so right, why aren't they still sort of ruling the world or something? So. Um, yeah, not really a, a, a reliable prediction. The Mayans were pretty advanced, but nowhere near as, as advanced as us. Um, so we're, we're a lot more advanced than the Mayans, and I think that we're much more in a position to make prediction, predictions about the end of the world. Um, another note I made is just that there is no real evidence for it. I've, I, I haven't found any convincing evidence. There's just lots of conspiracy theories. And the thing with conspiracy theories is that they are often connected to some sort of uh, scientific fact, but they don't really, they don't, they're not really supported by scientific facts. So, for example, the idea that a big planet is going to hit the Earth, well, there is always the possibility that a planet could hit the Earth, but that doesn't mean that it's definitely going to happen. Um, often with these kinds of theories, there is no 
evidence used to, to back up the claim. And I'm sorry, but extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. I'm not just going to believe something without any evidence. Um, so I think you've probably got the idea that I don't think the world is going to end um, on, the, uh, on the 21st. Um, so I know that a lot of people on Friday are probably going to go out and party really hard, party like it's the end of the world. I'm sure it will be a good excuse to go out and get drunk and probably get laid. Uh, to, to get laid, by the way, means to go out and sleep with someone, to, to have sex with someone, to get laid. So I expect a lot of people will be using this as a good um, chat-up line. For example, hey baby, it's the end of the world, you don't want to spend the last night on earth on your own, do you? You know, that kind of thing. Probably quite a good way to get laid. But you must remember, don't let the end of the world stop you from uh, using some protection. Because it would be pretty stupid, wouldn't it, if you woke up um, on Saturday, the world is still there, but you've just got some strange girl, you've just got some stranger pregnant because that could be the end of your world. It might not be the end of the world, but it certainly could be the end of your world. Um, or certainly the beginning of a difficult new life for a child who should never even have been born in the first place. So don't let the whole end of the world theory prevent you from putting on a condom, um, because um, you, sh you should still practice safe sex, ladies and gentlemen. Um, also, of course, it's... It, it, um, it will protect you from uh, venereal disease or STDs, sexually transmitted diseases. So keep your head on your shoulders, okay? Use your head, use your brain. You can use the end of the world theory as a chance to get laid, as a good chat-up line, but don't forget to put on a condom. Thing is, though, I imagine that if you were, if you did manage to persuade a girl to sleep with you because it was the end of the world and then you put on a condom, she would probably say, why are, you, why are you putting on a condom? I thought you were telling me it was the end of the world. Um, so that might be a problem. But anyway, forget about that. Wear a condom. Be safe. Don't be sorry. Okay, good. Don't, you know, I'm just trying to look after you here. So I'm just thinking about your welfare. Um, so, yes. So I, I wrote here about um, other ideas for possibly the end of the world. So... Um, not conspiracy theories, but genuine theories for how the world could end. But I don't really believe that the world is just going to end in one day. What certainly might happen is some bad things. There may be some bad things that will happen in the future. We're facing quite a tough future for a number of reasons. Uh, why? Well, um, it's not just it's not just the it's not the end of the world uh, for us. Uh, really, the world will carry on. But what's much more likely is that over time the world will heat up, the seas will rise, natural resources will run out, more floods and extreme weather will occur, the gap between the rich and poor will increase, the economic crisis will force many people to live on the edge, uh, governments will run out of money, poor people will suffer, and there will be a pensions crisis. Um, the pensions crisis is what happens when you get an ageing society, when there are more people... Uh, who are claiming pensions. Pensions, by the way, are the money that you claim uh, when you retire. So when you get to about 65 years old, you retire and you start to get money every month from the government. But what happens when you have an aging population is that there are too many old people claiming pensions and not enough young people working to provide the money through tax to pay those pensions. Um, so you get a pensions crisis. That's what, um, what happens there is that um, uh, people have to retire later. So the government raises the age of retirement. So you end up working much longer. You work when you're an old man uh, and there isn't as much money left in the pot for you to claim a pension. So you work uh, into your old age years and you um, you don't really have much support. You don't have much pension in the future. Um so overpopulation could be a problem. Uh, people could vote in increasingly right-wing politicians as a reaction against the negative effect of globalization and economic crisis. Certainly we're seeing that in Europe a bit. 
You know, is, is the European Union going to break up because of all of the problems with Greece and so on? Um, is everyone in Europe going to vote in fascists again? And in, if that happens, if we just get a number of sort of um, fascist states in Europe, then we know what happened last time. It could be a cause of conflict. Uh, war and terrorism may increase. There could be the spread of new diseases. These are all much more likely to pose us problems, but they won't signal the end of the world, just the death and suffering of many people, probably poor people in developing countries. There will probably be some human life which survives, so it's not really the end of the world. It won't really happen in one day. It'll happen over many hundreds of years. Um, and, but to be honest, why is that any different to the past? Because if you think about the... I don't know how many thousands or million years that people have been around. We've been struggling. We've been dying on this planet um, and having a terrible, terribly difficult time ever since day one. It's always been an incredible challenge. We just forget that sometimes. Maybe we take it for granted that life is hard, that people suffer in their lives, and this is all part of the process of living and surviving on Earth. Maybe we forget that because we are so kind of distracted by things like, you know, the movies and advertising that we see and all of the products that are, uh, are promoted to us. We're led to believe that we can just live our lives without any worries or without any threats or without any struggle. If you believed advertising, um, you'd, you'd believe that we have the right to be beautiful, to be peaceful, to be trouble-free, and to be successful and happy every day of our lives. That's what advertising seems to, to tell you. So um, maybe we forget that life is full of struggle. It's full of hardship. We have to try hard to survive. Um, so, sorry, but there's always been, there, there have always been threats to our way of life. There have always been um, dangers ahead um that's nothing new so it's not the end of the world it's just that the world as we know it will continue to be difficult uh, and it will continue to throw challenges at us but what we have to do is keep our eyes open don't believe in false theories just use use evidence to assess what's going on to make the right decisions to help humankind and the rest of uh, life on earth to survive as best we can into the future. Let's try our best to, to make the quality of life good on this planet against all of the um, challenges that we face. Um, why do people believe in the end of the world? Well, we know that everything is pretty screwed up. So that kind of fits. Maybe people look around at the world and they think, God, the world is a mess. Um, and it, it, it seems to point to a kind of end of the world idea. Um, also, the, the, the suggestion that uh, this, this theory, this prediction, comes from some kind of ancient civilization somehow gives it more weight. Like the idea that there was an ancient civilization that knew things that we don't understand. Somehow that kind of seems to support the conspiracy theory a bit more. Um, also, there are things like movies, like the movie 2012 or the the movie The Day After Tomorrow, which present the end of the world in a kind of a plausible way. Um, but um, like, for example, in 2012, only John Cusack arrives, which, you know, truly is a horrible future. Um, but these films, yeah, they present uh, the end of the world in a sort of plausible way. But really, those movies are just there for our entertainment. And, you know, they're not scientific predictions they're just there to give us a kind of thrilling um a uh, thrilling vision of the future those movies are just designed to sell sell um cinema tickets they're not like predictions of the end of the world so you can't trust the movies to give us a accurate prediction of what's going on um yeah so as you can tell, I don't really believe it. I've, there are more things. Um, there are more things here. I mean, there, I've got more details about the uh, Mayan uh, apocalypse. But to be honest, it's all rather sort of complex, and it's all sort of new age pseudo theory. 
Um, I'm not really going to go into it here, but there, there are kind of all sorts of old complex theories that the Mayans predicted it, but um, I don't know. I don't really believe that. There's this this idea that... of Let's see. I'm going to, okay, what I'm going to do now is, is read um, uh, to you an article from... Um, I'm going to start reading an article I found on this subject on a, on a newspaper. Um, but you'll soon see, when I start getting into the theories of this, you'll... St- you'll see that it's basically just bollocks, okay? So let me start reading the article to you. And you can read this on the website, by the way, um, if you want to read it. So here we go. Um, uh, when, when taking all these theories together, we could almost reach an overkill capacity for this day, should they all be true. But fortunately, we can be pretty sure that nothing of this magnitude will happen, and the chances of the end of the world are statistically one to infinite, on this specific day. December the 21st, 2012 is not the first so-called cataclysmic event of any kind we've experienced. Can anyone remember the Y2K meme? So that was the um, the millennium bug. Do you remember that? Um, in 1999, everyone thought that the world was going to end because our computers were not programmed to deal with the year 2000 and that somehow that would bring down the whole um, civilization as we know it. Even this was just a relaunch, a millennial 2.0 event, as Christianity was already expecting the last judgment by the end of the year 999. Besides such favoured round dates, there is a huge number of other predictions on less obvious dates. Many have been calculated by different priests, sermonizers, and religious societies by some advanced level word-counting mathematics in the Bible. Very productive in this respect were the Jehovah's Witnesses. Why now on December the 21st? The basis for this is now something out of the ordinary, the Mayer calendar. The Mayer are supposed to have a secret knowledge, an attribution often made to ancient cultures. But we have to acknowledge the fact that today about 6.1 million people in Mexico, Guatemala, Belize and Honduras identify themselves ethnically as Maya. The reception of a supposed ancient prediction by Western culture is nothing but a neo-colonial occupation of the cultural heritage of the indigenous people. When certain individuals claim that the Maya calendar is predicting the end of the world, we must consider it as a very generalised statement based on a variety of wrong perceptions. There is one genuine autochthonous Maya calendar that consists of the permutations of several counts, most notably the long count, the Tzolok-in, a 260-day ritual calendar for divination, and the Ha'ab, a 365-day calendar to approximate the topical year. Right, I'm, I'm going to stop there because we're already going into sort of the details of Mayan calendars. Basically, it's, there isn't really enough conclusive evidence from the Mayan calendars to suggest that the end of the world is going to happen. We've seen end-of-the-world predictions before, for example, the Millennium Bug and various other things, so this is nothing new. I think what I'm going to do now is stop talking and hand over to a NASA scientist who um, is going to basically debunk many of the end-of-the-world doomsday scenarios. Now, it's up to you whether you believe, really, that... It's up to you whether you trust in a NASA scientist. A lot of people, when they, when they um, let's say, hear a NASA scientist, they immediately think, oh, no, it's not true, it's a cover-up, the NASA are lying to us. Well, that's a choice that you make. I don't know why you would, you would assume that NASA are lying. Because, um, again, where's the evidence for them lying? Um, I tend to go along with NASA because I think that they genuinely present evidence. Um, actual evidence based on looking at the star systems in the sky and all that kind of thing. So you're going to now hear from a NASA scientist talking about the various theories and giving his scientific um, opinion on whether they can really be true or whether they are just sort of theories, not really true. So here we go. I'm going to hand over to the NASA uh, scientist now and you can listen to him. Um, After that, well, I'll keep talking for a little bit, but that's probably going to be pretty much it for this episode. I haven't really covered 
conspiracy theories in general yet. Maybe I'll do that in another episode of Luke's English Podcast in the future. But now you can listen to a NASA scientist talking about these end-of-the-world doomsday scenarios. I hope you find it interesting. The issue with December 21st of 2012 and the predicted disasters that some folks think will come probably started with the so-called end of the Mayan calendar. Their calendar does not end on December 21st, 2012. It's just the end of a cycle and the beginning of a new one. It's just like on December 31st, our calendar comes to an end, but a new calendar for the next year begins on January 1st. What about the idea of Nibiru or the planet X, which is going to collide with Earth? Nibiru is supposed to be a planet that's four times the size of the Earth. It's going to get very close to the Earth and cause all kinds of disasters. So this enormous planet is supposed to be coming toward Earth. But if it were, we would have seen it long ago. And if it were invisible somehow, we would have seen the effects of this planet on the neighboring planets. Thousands of astronomers who scan the night skies on a daily basis have not seen this. And then there's folks who think that NASA astronomers are actually hiding this information so as to prevent panic from the populace. Can you imagine thousands of astronomers who observe the skies on a nightly basis, keeping the same secret from the public for, for several years? Some folks think there's going to be a solar storm associated with December 21st of 2012. Now, solar storms do exist. The sun's activity goes through a cycle. It reaches a maximum every 11 years. The next solar maximum, when you might expect enhanced solar activity, will take place actually in May of 2013. It's supposed to be a fairly mild solar activity maximum, and there's no evidence that there's going to be any solar storms. And then we have planetary alignments. There's a planetary alignment. The sun, the earth, and some of the planets are aligned, and this is going to cause some tidal effects on the earth that are going to be catastrophic. Well, first of all, there are no planetary alignments in December of 2012. And even if there were, there are no tidal effects on the uh, earth as a result. The only two bodies in the solar system that can affect the, the earth's tides are the moon, which is very close, and the sun, which is massive and also fairly close. But the other planets have a negligible effect on the Earth. One of the myths for December 21st, 2012, is that the Earth's axes are going to somehow shift. The rotation axis can't shift because of the orbit of the Moon around the Earth stabilizes it and doesn't allow it to shift. The magnetic field does shift from time to time, but the last time it did it was 740,000 years ago, and it doesn't uh, do that sort of a shift, but every half a million years or so. There's no evidence that's going to happen in December, and even if it were to be shifting, it takes thousands of years to do so. And even if it did shift, it's not going to cause a problem on the Earth, apart from the fact that we're going to have to recalibrate our compasses. Extraordinary claims require extraordinary evidence. Since the beginning of recorded time, there have been literally hundreds of thousands of predictions for the end of the world. And we're still here. So there you go. Um, basically, on balance, I don't think the world is going to end tomorrow. Uh, at least I hope it doesn't. But I do think that uh, we will see many more challenges for the human race in the future, but I don't think it's all going to happen in one day. Uh, I think instead we'll face these challenges uh, over the next, you know, 100 years or more. Uh, life could get more difficult for us, but I think we've had it pretty easy over the last 50 years with all of the advances in technology that we've had, the way in which our lives have become a lot more uh, convenient and comfortable than they used to be. But in the grand scheme of things, we can't expect life always to be easy and convenient. It's always going to pose challenges to us. Uh, but I don't think the world will end tomorrow. So please relax. Take it easy. Don't worry. You've got nothing to worry about, really. Nothing... I mean, nothing extra special to worry about. Obviously, you've got all the normal things that you would worry about in your daily life. Um, but, it, it, you know, it doesn't, don't worry. It's not all going to come to an end uh, on Friday. Maybe you don't believe me. Maybe you think the world really will end on Friday. Um, and um, if that's the case, then, well, yeah, I suppose, you know, you could send me a donation. You know, if you, if you believe that you're, 
going to die and you're not going to need any of your money or possessions anymore. Why not send me uh, like loads of money um, as a donation to Luke's English podcast? Because you're not going to need it anymore, are you, if, if you're going to be dead? So um, you can always do that. You can, you know, if you don't know how to send me money by PayPal, uh, you just click one of the buttons that says donate on the website. And it's really easy. You, you just have to sign into PayPal or sign up. And PayPal is very safe and useful. A lot of websites now use PayPal as a method of payment. For example, on eBay, I believe on Amazon, you can use PayPal now. Um, on uh, flight companies like eDreams will allow you to pay for your flights tickets by PayPal. So it's quite a good idea to join up to PayPal anyway. And it's a very safe and secure way to, to send some money. So if you if you feel like you're not going to need your money anymore because you think it's going to be the end of the world, just send your money to me because I will use it to make more episodes of Luke's English Podcast. Um, yes, I certainly, I certainly hope... Uh, I certainly hope that the world won't end because I haven't finished yet. There are just too many things left undone, too many things that I would like to do and too many episodes of Luke's English podcast that I would like to record in the future. I I, I hope that um, you have a good time on Friday night and uh, enjoy yourselves, but don't worry too much and don't do anything stupid um, and always remember to wear protection. Um, If I'm wrong and it and the world does end on Friday, then I don't really care because I'll be dead and it doesn't really matter. I'm not going to care when I'm dead, you know? It's not as if I'm go- when I'm dead, I'm going to be like, oh, damn, why didn't I, why didn't I listen to those, um, those predictions about the end of the world? I'm not going to care because I'm going to be dead. So it, it's not going to matter at all. So whatever. Um, it's not worth worrying about. Just don't worry about it, okay? Um, but if you do go to the shops, get me some biscuits. I mean, not as a way of surviving. No, I just like biscuits. I just like eating biscuits. Um, so that's it for this episode of the podcast. Um, and uh, do tell me what you think. What do you think? Do you think the world's going to end? Uh, do you believe the theories? Why? Well, tell me why you believe them. Um, and I want to. I want reasons. I want evidence. I don't just want sort of um, ambiguous stuff i want you to tell me genuine facts and evidence why you think the end of the world's going to happen it's got to be good evidence because a big claim like that to be able to specify one particular day for the world to end you need to have very specific and extraordinary evidence to back up that claim please do send comments leave them under the um leave them in the comments section for this um, episode Uh, i'm very very interested to hear what you think That's it from this episode of the podcast. I sincerely hope that it's not the last one. I hope that we manage to to continue and that the end of the world doesn't come. I'm pretty sure it's not going to come, to be honest with you. I think it's going to be okay. Um, If I don't manage to do an episode uh, before Christmas or before New Year, uh, then I must wish everybody a very, very Merry Christmas. I hope you have a fantastic time, whatever you're doing. Maybe you don't celebrate Christmas if you don't celebrate it then that's fine i hope you have just a nice few days Um, and new year of course happy new year Uh, if i don't manage to speak to you beforehand have a really fantastic new year have a great time and i'll catch up with you again in 2013 so that's it for this episode of luke's english podcast there will be more from me in the near future Uh, party hard on friday night but take care okay and don't do anything stupid that's it cheers bye 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 thanks very much for listening to luke's english podcast don't forget you can visit teacherluke.podomatic.com for more information hey it's danny pellegrino from everything iconic ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. 
If you enjoyed this episode of Luke's English Podcast, consider signing up for Luke's English Podcast Premium. You'll get regular premium episodes with stories, vocabulary, grammar and pronunciation teaching from me and the usual moments of humour and fun. Plus, with your subscription, you will be directly supporting my work and making this whole podcast project possible. For more information about Luke's English Podcast Premium, go to teacherluke.co.uk slash premium info.